What's up, what's up, guys? The Real Estate Coach here, Mark Mendez. We're about to film another episode of Everyday People uh, with my Marbach Apparel partner, uh, Eric Ankrum. We're gonna call him live and just start asking some questions and let's see how it goes. What's up, man? You live. You live. You 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 got a high mic now. You got a high mic. Uh -oh. Uh -oh. <laughs> so what's up, man? Uh, so just for the people out there listening and uh, understanding our relationship, Eric was my first quarterback, like literally in Pop Warner football, and it's the first time in my life uh, I learned how to protect somebody. And that's, that's a whole life lesson in itself. And we'll talk about that one day, but you know, th this, this guy's life depended on me for a little bit, even though we were little. So Eric, what's up, hey, man? Hey. Introduce yourself. Hey, what's going on guys? I'm Eric, Eric Anklin, man, CEO, Marbach Apparel, ex-quarterback, DJ, ex-everything, entrepreneur. There you go. So man, and, uh, you know, we've linked up, you know, we, we, we have a tight bond, but one of the beautiful things I love about our story between me and you is like, you know, we, we built that bond early and we didn't necessarily have that bond, like through middle school, through high school, but now we're, we, we, recircle back if, if that's a word, probably not, but yeah. We, uh, we back here now and like, we look, you know, we trying to do big things. You know, I'm, I'm an investor in Marbach Apparel and just because I believe in everything that, that the Marbach Apparel stands for. So tell me about, uh, part of the entrepreneurship. I know you do real estate, which I do too, but it's not a real estate segment. So we'll talk about that later, but tell me what, tell me why Marbach Apparel is so important to you, bro. Man, like, I, I, I literally, one day, man, going to the bathroom, I'm just sitting there, and I'm like, you know what? In the bathroom. This this, this is what yeah, I did. <laughs> hey, bro, you'd be surprised where ideas come from, you know what I mean? <laughs> but, but, yeah, so, so like, my, my wife had a, you know, she had a, a machine here that, you know, to, to cut out vinyl and stuff like that, and she was, she was doing church, and then she started doing school, and I was like, you know what? I was like, man, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make a, I'm gonna make a Marbach shirt, and I made it. It was rinky dink. It was like, it was on an old shirt that I, like an old white shirt that I had, and I made it and I posted it, man, and it just, it went crazy. Uh, so, so what was the like, first shirt of Marbach apparel? Like, what, what was it? What was the design? So the design was the, was the, was the exit sign, like the highway sign that says yeah. uh, exit seven. And around and around that time, that's when uh, I think uh, I think the Marbach exit sign said, "What did it say? Eight? Did it say eight? Yeah, uh, you. It was eight for a little bit, and everybody clowned yeah. me for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, so I posted it, and uh, Mary, you know, Mary uh, Demas's wife. Yeah, Mary. Uh, what her? I'm trying to remember her, her maiden name. Yeah. But yeah, I know exactly what you're talking uh, about. Prado, there you go. Yeah, and she 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 ordered like six right off the bat, one for Demas, one for Gary, and, and then all her other brothers. And uh, I was like, man, this is this is something that I could, you know, I, I can I can do and kind of like 
bring awareness yeah. to our neighborhood. You know what I mean? So let me ask you this. Why is Marbach so important to you? Man, Marbach, that's where I grew up, bro. Like, this is my home. I, I mean, I moved away after school. I, I lived in Houston for, you know, almost 17 years. And when I came back, I lived over there in Bronx Station. And this house came up for sale over here off of Marbach behind Jay, bro. And it was like, dude, I, I can't leave Marbach. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's important to me, man. It's, it's my roots. It's my heritage. Like, I literally live, you know, and you know, uh, two houses down from where I grew up. Yeah. And, like, literally, you know, like, Mar- two, three houses yeah. down from where you grew up. Yeah, and all, all my neighbors, man, they, they know me since I was a baby. I mean, it's just, you know, like, it, it, it's my my comfort, man. It's, it's, where, it's where I grew up, man. It's, it's all the memories and stuff that, that are around here. You know, everything that, that Marbach stands for, you know, back in the day. So let me ask you this. Like, we've all, you know, we're we're from Marbach, right? Like, Right, you right. know, I, I know we, the reason we've done business together is because we, we have the same vision, you know, like right. we want to bring awareness right. to Marlboro. Like, yeah. We love being ghetto. We love being like people that people outside think we're like a certain type. But yeah. what I love about our vision is like, yeah, we, we grew up like that, but that doesn't necessarily mean that's who we are now, you know? Let's yeah. talk about that. But see, and, that, and that's and that's that's the that's the persona that, that we give off as far as being from our bosses that we're ghetto. Yeah, and we're not. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, we we didn't grow up and you know we didn't we didn't have like what the kids over there in Stone Oak have. Or, yeah. Or in the Dominion have, or, or you know the, the rich areas, bro. But like. Back in the day, like Marbach, Marbach was the place, bro. Like if you lived in, if you lived in uh, Heritage, bro, you were rich. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you weren't from Brownlee. You weren't from, uh, you know, Dogtown. Like yo, you had to be rich. Oh. Yeah. Oh man, like you, yeah, you were, yeah, you weren't, you weren't off of Pin Road, bro. You know what I mean? Like you weren't, you weren't Brownlee, bro. Yeah. You know, in Heritage, bro, like you had two story houses. You know what I, mean? the, I didn't even know they, I didn't even know they built two story houses. <laughs> oh yeah, man. This, yeah, over there in Heritage, bro. Like right off of Ellison, you, you take that long drive to the duck pond, man, and there's there's like ten two story houses on that street. Yeah. Like before you get to Dugan. But yeah, man. So like, you know, like even not nowadays, but like we were all connected back then. We, even though we went to different middle schools. You know, like you pass, you pass four ten, or you pass Cable Ranch, bro. And you don't go to Jay no more. You know what yeah. I mean? Like you go, you go to, you go to Stevens or 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 Warren or. Well, look, know, you you being nice because there was no Stevens when I was growing up. That's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, there was there was, there was no, no Warren. Like, there was it was it was Jay and it was Holmes and that was it. Yeah, and it was like you know Rayburn, uh, Jones, uh, Pease. Like, bro, we, we, we all, you know. So you know, let me ask you this. Do. Let me ask you this. What do you, what do you think changed about that, bro? Because if you're from Marbach and, you know, obviously today, you know, I'm a big believer in that. And I'm trying to change, like, you know, we are trying to change the whole misconceptions. Like, why do you think us as younger uh, people, believed in in the Marbach family and 
and the camaraderie that we believe in it as it is today. Bro, like we we like back it was it was just a big area for all, us all to know. You know, if you didn't know us or you didn't know me personally or nobody knew you know Mark or or nobody knew Melvin or nobody you know all all those guys like you knew somebody that knew them. You know exactly. What I mean? like, it was just all we're just all connected and like it's still like that today bro like meeting people like selling me shirts it's like hey do you know so-and-so or like hey do you, you know do you know you know do you know arminette hey do you know uh Bino? do you know uh jesse waters do you know, now, you know, now you're throwing out some old now you're throwing out some names now i see you yeah 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 it's like like hey you know you know tweety you know you know you know the coleman you know what yeah. i mean like even though we were all in different areas as far as like maybe even zip code wise, like we all were connected, you know what yeah. I mean? I feel like we all had the same like common goals. Like, look, man, yeah. whatever you're doing in Brownleaf, whatever you're doing in uh, Meadow Cliff, whatever you're doing in Rainbow Hills, the sewers, yeah. like, bro, we all from the same community, AKA hood, right? Like, we, we should yeah, all be together. Why, why do you think other people think that's so weird. Like, I mean, bro, listen, I get a whole lot of, uh, clap back, especially now I'm a realty, you know, I'm, I'm meeting people that don't know anything about anything where I'm from. Right. Like just, they see me being successful in real estate thing. I'm just like some guy that's been successful. I'm like, bro, like, I don't think you know where I'm from. Like yeah. success is yeah. not something that's just handed out, you know? Yeah. No, so, I mean, I, I, I get I get that, and, I, you know, like, the whole common, I mean, when I first started this whole thing, though, like, I would get, I, I got, I got so much black, if you want to call it, like, people talking down on it, uh, my, you know, one of my, my good friends, who's kind of like an ambassador to Lavola, bro, like, he posted it, and, I mean, it, it got, it got, like, it went viral, bro, like, almost shout out Livola, Gabola, Mola, Ola. Hey, yeah. little hey, Lavola, Lil Ken, So San Antonio, uh, Kyle Lee, bro, they, and and all these guys, bro, they're they're putting off a Marbot, bro. Like, absolutely. Lil Ken came over. Lil Ken came over before the the last video shoot, and I had I had to I had to bring it to him, bro, and be like, you're not even from Marbot. You know what I mean? But but these are all people that we grew up with. Like we're like Mar like bro, like Marbot. You met the Marbot. Marbot's connected in some way. To something, yeah. Right. Whether whether it's whether it's known as good or bad, you know, lately it's been a lot of bad, and you yeah. know, like you and you and I both know we're trying to trying to get something started with that. Yeah. Um, but there's a know, lot like of red tape with that, bro. Like we we've yeah, literally, yeah. and I'm not trying to you know call nobody out or start no controversy, but we have literally spoken to the administration and right. have tried to give back for lack of a better term to our own community and to say like, yo, Marbach is this, but it's also that like, there's a lot of successful people that have come out of Marbach. And the reason I think we're successful is because we learn to channel our pain into positivity and right. you know, pain is irrelevant. Like pain is, is pain is a given. And right. I think as we as people, as human beings, we're all going to go through pain, whatever that pain feels like, like whatever the right. pain feels like to you, 
may or may not feel the same pain that I felt, but if we can learn how to handle that pain, man, there's there's some positive things that can come out of it. Right. So. Right. And, then, and, and, and that's, you know, that's going back to, like, speaking to the youth and, you know, bro, like, we we all we all grew up different, bro. Like, you know, I I, I grew up in, in kind of like a broken home, bro. My grandmother raised me, you know. Yeah. Um, I mean, so so we all grew up different. I mean, I I know, I know the pain that I felt growing up as far as like not having a dad and my mom around as much as I wanted to. Like, that's a different kind of pain than the pain that you felt or yeah, so and so felt and stuff like that, bro. So like. You know, like, I've, I've, I've tried to teach you, you know, like, don't be a product of your environment, man. Like, be be what you want to be and, and do what you want to do. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, your dad wasn't there. Your mom wasn't there. So be it, bro. Like, hey, you can still become whatever you want to become, man. It's just right. you got to put your mind to it and, and kind of, like, learn to embrace what you didn't have so you could appreciate what you do have or, or what you strive for, you know what I mean? Yeah, I used to tell all my students, like, hey, we all have a story. Like, yeah. everybody has a story. It's like, what are you going to do with that story? Like, what what's going to be the final books, the chapters? Like, do you want to just, like, because I do feel we are a product of our environment. Like, I'm a big believer. I always ask this question to, like, smarter people, like psychologists and things like that. Like, mm-hmm. Hey, are we a product of our environment? And they're like, yes, but there's always a, but, you know, like what you do with that pain is what ultimately leads to who you are and who you can become. So I feel like the older generation, albeit like we, we had harder parents or non-parent, we had harder people in our lives like, yo, this this is what it looks like. This is it. Yeah. But what are you going to do with it? You know, and I, I just, unfortunately, I feel like today's society, younger kids, it's like, I, I hate to use this, but like we play a victim mentality. Like it's, it's, it's such a victim mentality. Like, yo, this is what I'm dealing with and nobody understands. I'm like, right. We all understand. We all went through something. Yeah. But what are you gonna do with that pain? So mm-hmm. But it's but it's easier it's easier, I mean, I'm not gonna say every kid, but I think it's easier nowadays for kids to use that pain to their advantage and get what get either what they want or use it as an excuse. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, kids, kids today, like they, like you said, they, they use it to their advantage mm-hmm. versus like actually suffering and using that to their yeah. advantage. Like, because we all suffered and mm-hmm. what, we, what we chose to do is like use that suffering for transgression. We, we, we use that suffering for progression. And right. nowadays it's like they use that suffering for an, an excuse. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly, and 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 that's and that's the whole thing that like what's going on with Marbot today, bro. Is like you got all these little kids out there running around with guns and drugs, and I mean, bro, like they literally just found. I had uh, I had known about it about a week ago uh, about finding guns at at gate. Yeah, with the drugs. Um, what I mean, I don't know. If, I don't know if this is breaking news, but. 
There was guns at J a long time ago. Oh yeah. On a regular basis. You know what I mean? Like now because it's public or it's more accessible, social media, like bro, there's been guns. Yeah. That's not new. Yeah. But how we use those guns and what we do is with it, you know, that that was it's different. And I mean, it's, you know, like hearing that news, like anywhere, you know, shootings at this school, there's going to be, you know, there's, you know, somebody said they're going to shoot up this school. I mean, it, it's sad, bro, but like when it touches, I, I literally live like less than a mile from there, bro. Like yeah. when, it, when it gets that close to home, bro, it's, it's like, it's heartbreaking, you know what I mean? Because, bro, like when I was in school, bro, all I wanted to do was play sports, bro. Like that, that was my, that was, that was, that was how I got my aggression out. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like, these kids, these kids nowadays, though, like they don't want to do that. It's like it's easy for them to say, like, you know what? I'm gonna start selling drugs. You know what I mean? Like, and honestly, it's just it's a lot of it's a lot of hype with all this, this rap music and stuff like that. Yeah. Bro. Like they they see it and they want to be that. You know what I mean? Which is which is fine. I don't knock nobody what they want. You know, dreams or anything like that, bro. But it's, it's like. I think the the difference is back in our day we knew what real was fake. Yeah. You know, like you can be a gangster rapper. You know, I mean, we you know, Fifty, Tupac, although Tupac probably mean the real gangster, but like you had all these quote unquote gangster rappers, and you you listen to them, but they didn't tell me what to do with my life. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I heard them. It was cool. It was dope. But, like, bro, I'm I'm the biggest DMX. Like, bro, if you put a DMX song right now, I, I'm lyric, like, word for word, I can I can speak it out. But yeah. that was that's what I used to get me hype. It wasn't how I used to live my life, if that yeah. makes sense. You know, like, yeah. I heard it. I hear your pain, DMX, but you're not going to tell me what to do in my life. And I feel like today in society, music, you know, social media is like, we're literally forming our lives based off what we see and what we hear versus what we're actually going through. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So, well, look, man, it's been good. It's been a good interview. I don't, how long we've been? I don't know, bro. 20 minutes. Wow. Well, you talk too much, or maybe I do, but that's not the point. So, uh, CEO of Marbach Apparel, Mr. Hated On of Hated On. By the way, I'm a business (laughs) partner, so y'all better chill out because Marbach Apparel (laughs) and me, we one and one. But what's the lasting message you would like to leave to anybody listening, tuning in? What's the last word you like to tell them? Man, just embrace embrace where you're from, man. Like embrace where you're from, and and don't ever forget where you came from, man. Because it's it's what made you the person that you are today, man. And you know, put your mind to it. You can be anything that you want to be. You can do anything that you want to do. You know, you don't have to have the best grades in school to 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 be to be who you want to be, man. Like. Don't ever be afraid to be you, man. Like, don't let anybody tell you otherwise. I mean, I get a lot of flack, man, on this whole Marbach thing and Marbach yeah. ghetto, Marbach this. You know, bro, like, I mean, 
you know, I mean, bro, I, I get, I get, I get messages on a daily, and so I can imagine you being like the original, yeah. Marble. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm like, why y'all, why y'all asking me? Like, like, what do you mean, bro? Like, you want a, you want a hoodie or shirt or not? Like, what's, what's the problem the, here? One of the, one of the first uh, kind of like hate messages I got or hate comments that I got, man, it was some dude and he said. He said, ah, oh, this fool's over here uh, making Marbach jerks, and he probably lives in a 50-square-foot house. And, <laughs> you know, just going back and do that, and it pissed me off, bro. Like, I was I was so mad, and I, I went back at this dude, and then he started, like, he was like, give me a pissed-off park, man. And he's like, I, I'll, I'll beat your ass, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, dude, like, he started taking pictures of my of my personal Facebook, and he was taking screenshots of my, my girl, and he was like, he was like, bro, why does your girl look like she gives, you know, over there, at, uh, yeah, where was it? Uh, pit go or wherever it was, bro. And I'm like, I, I was getting mad, bro. But, but like, you know, now, now I've kind of like learned to just embrace it because it's like even, even negative attention, bro, like draws people to me, you know what I mean? Well, I mean, business wise, any attention is good attention, but oh, yeah, what yeah. we have to do is to teach these people is like, bro, like, I'm literally, bro, this is the movement, like, this. This isn't. This ain't about no hundred dollar hoodie type. Like this is the movement. Like we're trying to change kids' lives. Like you can pay my bills, which I appreciate. You know, like listen, I ain't never been mad at making money, yeah. but like it's bigger than that. And and me, Coach Mendez, Big Mark, I don't ever attach my name to nothing that I don't believe in. Yeah. And that's a problem with people because they attach their name to anything, whoever, whenever you want to, re- you want to reflect that on me. Like, no, bro. Like my brother Apparel to me, yeah, you, you know, I mean, we've had conversations, you know, it means a lot yeah. to me and yeah. making money is cool. Like, trust me, I, I like to provide for my family and my friends, but mm-hmm. the reason I make money it's because I've been A1 since day one. Like, right. you right. ain't never met Big Mark in his life and he was a jerk to you. And if you <laughs> think that, I mean, I like to I like to hold up my, my uh, you know, my history versus yours, you know? Like, yeah. It's, yeah. it's all love. It's all good. It's all, but, it's all for the betterment. But, bro, like, you know, and that's, and, and this circles back to the whole Marbot thing, bro, like, you can meet any anybody. I'm I'm just gonna I'm gonna throw an egg grains out there, but you can meet anybody from our box between thirty and let's say let's say fifty, bro. And that's a wide range. Hey, well, I mean, we're like if somebody's fifty years old, they know somebody that you know. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And, and and the thing about you is every time I talk to somebody about Marbot or about Marbot the Pearl Bro, like your name gets thrown in the mix. Like like no lie, only be, not I'm not because I'm on your show or whatever, but like we always end up everybody knows Mark. You know what I mean? Like everybody knows Big Mark in some kind of way. You but why I mean? do you think that is? Bro, like that and that and that's kinda of like the point that I was getting to. Like everybody from Marbot in that age age range is like I don't think any of us have ever given anybody else like an attitude or we've been rude to people like, bro, like we, we grew up the right way. You know what I mean? 
like even though, like I said, going back, like it was hard when we grew up, but we grew up with respect. And if we didn't learn it from our mom or our dad or, you know, our family, bro, like we had coaches back then that gave a damn. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, and I do. So it, it's just it's just a respect thing, man. Like, it, it's, I mean, just like, you know, going back to what you said about, about you've never been rude to anybody. Like, you know, the mark that you hear right now is the mark you're going to hear 10 years from now. The mark that I knew when he was a little, a little rascal running around over there <laughs> in Columbia Field, he's the same person. You know what I mean? Like, nothing, yeah. nothing's changed other than, you know, a couple bad knees or whatever. But. Couple? I'm on, I'm on, I'm on surgery number seven, bro. <laughs> Eventually they'll get it right, bro. Yeah, they, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm about two inches. I'm about to six four, bro. I'm about, I'm about, I'm about to go play in the league now. Yeah, I know. That's funny. I like it. It's funny. You right? Hey, look, man. So, I want to appreciate my guy Eric Ankrum. My f- listen, you know when Tara Lowen said, "That's my quarterback." Like, bro, <laughs> like this. This is my first ever quarterback, Eric Ankrum. He didn't know me. One of the one of the greatest stories I ever tell about Melvin Dudley, and I and I, and we'll close at this. But I tell the story to anybody that I know. Like Melvin, Melvin Dudley is a he's a very valuable piece to who I am. He's my OG. Like, and, and people may not like the way Melvin tells stuff, but when he talks to me personally, there's, there's something that resonate, but he, you know, I'll never forget the day. It was my freshman year in high school. I, I quit my eighth grade year at Rayburn cause bro, I'm from Ray. I'm, you know, we're from, we're from Columbia, bro. We don't lose. Yeah. We don't lose. So I go to Rayburn and bro, we don't win. You know, like, like bro, Jones seventh grade B team beat our A team. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so I was such a bad loser at the time. I'm like, man, F this. Like, I'm quitting. I quit. And so when I got to Jay, my freshman year, you know, I'm 6'2, like 270 pounds. They're probably like, who is this big mother sucker? I got no opportunity. None. Because I, they didn't see me play middle school ball. It's like, who's this big old goofy? And so I never forget, bro. There must have been at least four tackles in front of me. At least three. And they all kept effing up, effing up, effing up. And they're like, who else plays left tackle out here? I said, bro, I was so scared. I, I raised my hand. I was like, I do. Get your ass in here then. <laughs> bro, I went in there. I'll never forget. It's a draw play to Melvin Dudley. And I like I had to set for like two seconds, chuck the defensive end, and then go get the place our linebacker. And then maybe that was the only player I ever knew. But I was like, look, I need to make this right. Like I gotta do this good. So I said, I set two times. I chucked the end, and I went and got the linebacker. And this is practice, mind you. Like, this ain't no game. This is practice. And Melvin gets the ball, and he goes scores a touchdown. And they're like, and we come back to the huddle, to the the huddle, and Melvin Dudley, like, bro, Melvin Dudley's like my hero. Like, he's the most popular freshman I've ever seen in my life. And he comes back, he's like, he's like, 
good job, Big Mark. And I'm like, Big Mark? Who's Big Mark? Like, that's not even me. Like, my name, my name is Mark. My name is Mark Mendez, sir. Like, who's Big Mark? You know what I mean? Like, and he just trusted me ever since then. And then I, I felt like I proved myself to him. But, you know, that's how life is. Like, you have, you have to go out there and put the work. You have to go out there and be prepared for the opportunity. And I, and I felt like I was because I loved football at the time. I just, I hated losing. I was a sore loser. And, and I've grown. And so, I, you know, Marbar Capera, bro, like, we about to start promoting this. It's going to be a, a sponsor on the podcast, everything. Look, yep. we we can make hey. any design for any hood. Like, it don't have to be Marbach. We'll make whatever yeah, you want, whenever you want. Yeah. Yeah, we're we're slowly expanding, bro. Like we're 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 about uh, we're at Calabria and four ten now. Yeah, working our way to Ingram. Hey, remember when uh the the third degree used to be in Ingram at uh what's that spot called? I forgot. Urban Urban City, Urban bro. City. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> hey hey, and Juan Juan the the, the owner whatever man he had to hook up on all the all the days like three weeks before they released. The don't don't get this on camera, Elliot. But I pay eight hundred and fifty dollars for some bread elevens last night, <laughs> bro. And everyone's like, "You're stupid," and I'm like, "Look, I am stupid, but I swear to God, I'm a, I'm gonna own this pair of shoes one day in my life, like, bro." Having a size 15 and 16 size foot, you don't just like find shoes magically, you know? So now yeah. I'm like, man, I, man, 850, like, I mean, look, tell them I ain't got it. Like, yeah. <laughs> but, bro, <laughs> bro I bought those I last night. I bought them last night. And I'm like, listen, mama, I made it because, like, I just spent eight hundred fifty dollars with shoes that I would have never spent one fifty for before, and it's like literally just like fulfilling a prophecy. Just like, listen, if I ever had make enough money to own these bread elevens, I'm gonna do it. And I checked that, bro. Hey, two two stuff. I got a funny story, bro. Like when I when I played seventh grade basketball, bro. Right? You weren't you weren't there, but no, uh, bro. Like that year, I was like, I told my grandmother, I was like, I'm gonna try out for the basketball team, blah blah blah. Tried out for the basketball team, made it. And I don't even know what shoes I was wearing at the time, bro. Probably some cheap ones or something like that. And I made I made 18, bro, seventh grade year. And I'll, I'll never forget this, bro. Like it, like I was so embarrassed, bro. But I went to Wieners because it was the Wieners right down the street. We were just talking about weeders earlier. You, you remember where it's at right here where the yeah. door's at, right? I know exactly so, where it's at. Bro, my grandma took me over there, bro. I was I I, I bought I, I wanted to get I wanna say the, the Shack Shack Gnosis shoes, bro. And tried them on, my grandma made me run around, throw my toe and everything. Hey, back then you said like look, run around, run around. Yeah. Let me make sure yeah. they fit. Run around. <laughs> right. And then, so we get up to the cash register. I have my size and everything. Put them up there. Cashier says uh, $107. My grandma, my grandma looked at me like I was stupid. 
And she said, you better go find some other shoes. So <laughs> I went back and I found some Patrick Ewing. Bro, were they all blue ones? No, man, they were, they were the black, they were black and black and gray or black. And Bro, gray. I'll never forget. That's so crazy. My, 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 might've been seventh grade year. I don't remember. I was on B team, but bro, my mama can only afford, we, we're wieners, bro. They have these all blue Patrick Ewings. Mind you, Rayburn is red, white, and black. And I'm wearing these blue ass Patrick Ewings. Like I had the most swag in the world, but the only reason I had them was cause they were like, Two ninety nine or something, <laughs> bro, bro. That's so, crazy. So the first, the first time I wore them, bro. The first time I wore them, I was uh, we were practicing. I, I'd worn the first day, you know, all excited and shit. I, I wore them, and we're doing the. I don't remember what they called them, but you, you, you ran like from the suicides. Yeah, suicides. They, yeah, like, one baseline to the other. And every time, every time I stop, bro, like I left, I left the streak on the, on the, on the gym floor. And I'll never forget, man. I think I, I don't know if it was Melvin, but I, I want to say it was, uh, was Cook, man. Rest in peace. I think it was yeah. Cook, man. He was like, he was like, hey, bro, where'd you get those shoes at? And I was like, Wieners. Hey, don't worry about that, bro. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, hey, man. He's like, you're stepping up the floors. <laughs> and then. And then the next year, I was like, the hell with this, man. I begged and I begged, and I was like, nobody was going to buy them, bro. But I started working for my uncle, man, and uh, just like kind of like under the table back in the yeah. day, man. I was paying me like $25 a day. And uh, I think my eighth grade year, I bought some the, the Sean Kemp Kamikaze. Oh, listen, I'm a Nike guy. I'm Give me the check every day, but listen. If, if they come around a size 15, I'm I'm gonna buy me some kamikazes. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah. like that's that's some stuff I couldn't afford. So I I don't even like Reebok like that. But listen, if I can buy them, I'm buying them. So yeah. yeah. Well, listen. Now, now that you know, now, now that I get older, man, I'm like, give me some New Balance or give me some something else, man. Because Jordan's getting. I'm wearing some Stacy Adams right now, just so you know. Oh, My bro, feet hurt you- like a mother sucker. But you, you're, you, you were you were in real estate mode, ain't it? Yeah, I was earlier. So now I'm just trying to change people's lives. So, well, listen, my boy Eric Ankrum, Marbach Apparel CEO. I appreciate you joining us, man, on Everyday People. This is probably the longest segment ever, but I love it because they need to hear it, man. So, um. You know, we'll, we'll be in contact. You know, we're about to blow up the Marbach Apparel thing. And I just, I appreciate you, man, for taking a leap of faith. And, you know, you put me in connections with people um, to try to change Marbach. And, you know, I, I honor you, man. And, and just to understand when I make it big, you're going to make it big. Yes, sir. And likewise, bro. Always, man. Like I said, we, we know you're already big, bro. Time. You're already big time. You're already big time. <laughs> hey, hey, do you mind if I, I, I plug in this alumni? Oh, game? let's go. Let's go. Plug it. All right, man. So, so y'all who listening, man, if y'all, if y'all went to Jay, or even if, even if you know somebody that went to Jay, man, we're having a, um, a 
uh, John Jay baseball alumni game. All the proceeds go to the school. Uh, all the proceeds, actually, all the proceeds go to uh, the baseball team. Uh, and it's uh, February 5th, uh, starting at noon. There's going to be a, a DJ. Uh, a DJ. Uh, you know, you know Julian, right? Forward. Yeah. Uh, the plug, Jay Alamo, whatever you want to call him, man. He's, he's going to be out there DJing. Um, there's going to be two games. Alumni versus alumni, and alumni versus the uh, varsity baseball team, man. There's going to be food and everything, so if y'all can go out there. And, and we try, we're trying to get Sammy Morris out there. I'm working on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. As, a matter, as a matter of fact, your, your sister just messaged me and said Brian wanted the, num- uh, the guy's number. So. Okay. You know. But yeah, it's, it's going to be February 5th. Um, you know you know, Big Mark know everybody. Yeah, well, that's, hey, I'm, I'm glad I posted it. Yeah, me too. And I sent you a DM real quick. I'm like, bro, my uh, my sister's best friend with his, his brother. Yeah. So, yeah, that's good. And see, that, and, uh, that goes back to earlier, bro. Like, <laughs> you can't go nowhere and not mention Big Mark's name and people don't know who he is, bro. Hey, I'm going to give my sister a shout out because she made me popular. Because when I was a freshman, she was a senior. And, bro, I used to be at all the parties. And yeah, I'm like, who's, who's this fat? Glasses kid dude at this senior party that don't fit in. And I was like, yo, I'm just I'm just trying to learn from everybody. What's up? Who's <laughs> <laughs> this dude running around Brown Lake for some reason? Yay, BLP Bay all day. <laughs> I, I always tell people, I you know when I've had too much drink when I start calling out BLP, because my BLP boys always got my back, so <laughs> all right, man, we're we gonna close this out. We're going to close it out because, exactly. look, I'm, I'm, I'm telling too much now. You know what I'm saying? So. I'm, I'm going to leave you with, with either you as a polo boy or a Tommy boy. Ah, uh, you know, Marco right, Polo, bro. Marco Polo, baby, every time. Hey, we all need to get some polo boots, bro. Shit, if they make them in my size. You probably going to have some already, too. <laughs> I do. I do. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bro. All right, baby. Be easy, man. All Thank right, you. Thanks for having me, man. All right, All right. Thank you all for tuning in to uh, Everyday People. My name is Big Mark, the real estate coach, Mark Mendez. Um, we just had Eric Anken on from Marbark Apparel, CEO of Marbark Apparel, which I'm a business partner with. So um, everything's about giving back to Marbach, changing young people's lives in Marbach, and uh, turning our pain into success. So... Y'all be easy. Thank you for tuning in. We'll see you next time. Hey.